This is In the Know for Tuesday, June 27, the 178th day of 2023. There are 187 days left in the year. Good morning, MB. Guiding you through In the Know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose. Live online at K105. Via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the commonwealth, and the country. We are 24 hours more removed from our storm on Sunday. We'll tell you how we're faring about that. Plus, we will give you a chance to win via the water cooler question. That'll be coming up later on the show here on in the no, he is a five-time winner of the coveted Ohio NewsHawk Award. He's a two-time Silver Sound nominee covering every corner of the globe. London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and even Litchfield. He's Sam Gormley and the Sports. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? Uh, I am surprised to learn that in addition to... Uh, the uh, All Star Game, the Tour de France, the U, uh, the British Open. Also, we get the Women's World Cup in July. Yeah, yeah, I'm, ex- I'm excited. I mean, the women are always. I mean, the U.S. women too are the the favorites usually. That's right. Should they have a chance to win three in a row? Yeah, I was gonna say they've won the last two, and I like to. It's in Australia and New Zealand, which is kind of a, an area of the world that doesn't really get that much. Yeah, it's going to be hard to keep track of. The time change is going to be different as well because they're... You're not going to set your alarm for 5 a.m.? No, it's going to be hard to do, but we'll rely upon Fox to show us. But the first women's game is Friday, July 21, I think is when it starts. It begins July 20th with the opening ceremonies. But, you know, I'm not crazy about soccer, but... Anytime the old red, white, and blue gets to line up and kick tail See, on the national stage, I'm all for it. Two, two from, are from Cincinnati that are oh, on the Oh, are team. they really? So, okay. Rose Lavelle, and I can't remember the other's name, so that's why I got to throw on the jersey. Ro- Rosie, Rosie Red? Rose Lavelle. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, so, no, not Rosie not, Red. Not Rosie from the Red. Okay, it's I old, got you. She's a little too top head. All right, fair enough. Let's see him. And over there in chair number three, we say good morning and welcome back. First Baptist Church, Litchfield, knows him as their worship and discipleship minister. Internal Revenue Service knows him as Dennis C. Cook. Who am I? You and I lovingly know him as Cornelius, the greatest prospector in the north. Morning, humble bumble. Hey, hey, what's up? How you doing? Doing pretty good. I uh, see. Said uh, Dennis Charles, Dennis Chad, Dennis Craig. Is that the water cooler question? Dennis, of the day? Uh, no, I just I always wonder. Cornelius. Like, Cornelius. Oh, that's good. D- it's, Dennis it's Cornelius. Christopher. Christ- ah, I think I heard that before, too. Out of all the choices, I didn't. Probably uh, from my mother. That's not one that I guessed. So good to see you. Thanks for having me back. Good to be back. You, you look in camp mode. I am. You're ready my, to go off to camp. I didn't sleep last night. Like, <laughs> well, you're getting ready just, for the rest of the week. Yeah, I have so many things in my mind. And, uh, yeah, camp's tomorrow, so looking forward to it. You're going to lead uh, like a dozen and a half people to camp yeah. uh, in uh, Iraq? You are going to the country of Iraq? <laughs> yeah, we're going to <laughs> Crossings Camp. And uh, the KBC does this partnership with Crossings. And, man, they do a great job with camp each year. Two different locations in the state. And we just continue to go back, and we love it. And our kids love it. And so we have a youth camp that's coming up this week, and we have a kids camp in July. 
I saw you and Strawberry Queen celebrated a big wedding anniversary. We did. She stuck around with me for 22 years, uh-huh. and uh, that was this past weekend. And uh, we dated for six years and got married 2001. I saw so, your wedding photo, and it was obvious why you married her, but why did she marry you? I couldn't I was, figure that out. <laughs> hey, buddy. I I was and am the man. <laughs> well, okay. I think there's no disputing that statement. But she's also <laughs> the woe man. Well, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We know. Let's let's, well, let's move on from the picture. Uh, but it was a good picture of me. I I did like you when I asked Trey. I said, "Do you actually like camp?" And he said, "Oh yeah." And he says, "The the best part about camp is that they're good about." separating he's like like alex doesn't like going outside so he likes staying inside so they have stuff for the people that want to stay inside uh, and they have stuff for me that wants to go outside yeah. so i was like i that's good kind of camp you got an indoor cat and you've got an outdoor cat that's I mean, right that's and it was good it, it was like the camp <laughs> virtual <laughs> reality <laughs> camp and then <laughs> that's good hey you gotta have camp for everybody that's right no matter how far from the from the building you move it's going to be hot at your trip to camp throughout the region summer heat will ramp up For the rest of the week, we're going to see highs in the mid to upper 90s to end the week. An abundance of sunshine today. So mostly sunny 85, mostly clear 63 tonight. Mostly sunny 88 tomorrow. We just get warmer from there, at least in the Louisville metro. Could see uh, 97 or so on Friday, but it's not going to be much cooler here between the lakes. But more of a heat island there because of all the concrete and pavement and things. It just absorbs and and is uh, a little bit warmer. Here between the lakes, primarily on the western half of the county, you'll have a, well, I'll call it a committee from the National Weather Service today. They'll have uh, representatives on the ground in western Kentucky to try and determine what actually happened on Sunday evening. Part of that contingency yesterday confirmed, uh, preliminarily confirmed, an EF2 tornado that touched down near Cecilia. And then you're going to see a, a survey team out in northern Edmondson County and southwestern Grayson County primarily. It's almost like 259 of sorts, like the, that little line. Um, I, maybe. Uh, I, I think some of the biggest damage in Grayson County, I know Wax and Anetta for sure, but mm-hmm. there's a there was a line north to south that moved caneyville to sunfish and then down on into edmondson county that's kind of the line that's working on but there's a line also over was that cromwell over to alvaton uh, or you know that area Mm -hmm. in edmondson in uh, warren county and so then they're they're surveying those two areas today and then also over in russell county so a lot of people you know took it uh, took a lot of hits but they'll try and figure out was it it could have very easily been a tornado in our neck of the woods, but to me, it it looked just more. It didn't look tornadic. It looked more straight line. But that's why we have officials that will. Yeah, I always find uh, it, figure that out. I always find it interesting how they how they use the science uh-huh. and they look at radar and they combine different things and it's just interesting to me. I think it was a, it was a different. Here, here's the difference. If you look at our yard and our driveway, the debris field was pretty much. 100% like there was not it was not grouped into a line or one particular area and maybe that makes a case for it being tornadic uh I likened it to being in a washing machine because it just kind of seemed to be that system kind of be seeming to rotate but it wasn't necessarily rotating to the point of tornadic activity if that makes sense so sure. I will let the experts figure out what it was and what difference it makes 
I don't know that it necessarily makes a huge difference. Damage is damage, and the damage is done. I do believe, though, that theoretically, if it if it would be like an EF one, I'm I'm sure that I'm wondering if it's EF one means this much from FEMA, EF two means this much, and you get more. So that possible. could potentially could make bring more federal aid if potential. Uh, while we've been dealing with uh, storm damage for the last you know thirty six forty eight hours, uh, I have not been able to spend a whole lot of time on this Russian situation, which is. Uh, puzzling to me there was apparently some type of rebellion first from a mercenary group of a guy that is uh, has been pivotal to the putin regime over the years he was once called like his chef he's a career criminal but he leads a group of twenty five thousand mercenaries that is turned his, on them and were threatening to turn on putin on sunday is his name his chef or is his is no he, that his, was his, his title chef. okay yeah that was his oh, i didn't he, know if his he, name was his chef question. or if he was no this guy's name is wagner or wagner it's okay. uh, w-a-g-n-e-r it's the wagner oh. group it does and, make it a little bit better that it's his chef turning on him yes uh sure. but but here's the reason that it kind of gave me hope is i think the about the only way that you're gonna uh most likely the what's going to do away with putin is when his own people finally turn on him and there's some type of overthrow because it's going to be so dicey because his finger's on the button that when he sees someone coming from outside the country, then he's going to be an alarmist and perhaps, you know, set off World War III. But somebody from the inside... Are you going to say somebody's going to put him in his place? Somebody does need to put him in his... He needs to be put in, in his place. All right, headlines. Closer to home. A Litchfield man... Being jailed on a DUI charge is facing a felony drug count after being found with a large amount of methamphetamine by a Grayson County deputy jailer. This happened Sunday morning when law enforcement observed a 23 Harley-Davidson motorcycle swerving, traveling 30 miles an hour in a 55-mile-an-hour zone on Salt River Road near Big Clifty. Owens executed traffic stop, made contact with a 69-year-old Dennis Bounds. The, uh, he failed a field sobriety test, was arrested, was argumentative, and then uh, when being booked into the detention center and searched by a deputy found to have a large baggie of methamphetamine in his boot, so uh, charged and lodged multiple uh, multiple charges. An inmate who walked away from a work detail in LaRue County in February has been captured in Breckenridge County. It happened um, over the weekend. It uh, happened on Saturday. They found 34-year-old Troy Hammonds of Mumfordville, hiding in a remote area of Breckenridge County, captured by several law enforcement agencies. Hammonds, who is a felon, walked away from a work detail near the LaRue County Board of Education late February. He was originally jailed in LaRue County in November 2022 on a parole violation, and he will has been or will be returned to LaRue County. I always wondered how many folks try it when they're out working like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's... I, I'd like to know how often a person thinks of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably even more times, yeah. You a see lot. the you see the work detail out, uh-huh. yeah. and you know you're out running the weed eater or whatever yeah. it is that you're doing, and you just think, yeah. Oh, I know. That's <laughs> uh, Are you saying that, cu- that curious you would have if you were in that scenario? Is that what you're you're saying? What? Oh, I would daydream of it, of course, uh-huh. but I don't. Yeah, I don't oh, that question wasn't more towards you. It was more towards the other person. Uh-huh. The one who brought it up. Yeah. Just, I was just curious for other people. That's all. <laughs> the you call Jason Woosley, keep an eye on you. <laughs> Probably. Kentucky's attorney general is accused of seeking donations from 
a company that his office is investigating. Republican Attorney General Daniel Cameron directly solicited donations for his gubernatorial campaign from executives of a Kentucky drug treatment organization that his office began investigating last year. That's according to an attorney for the organization. The request for contributions occurred during a call Cameron made early this year to a representative of Edgewater Recovery Centers. Edgewater attorney Michael Denbo told uh, the Associated Press, a Cameron campaign official made a follow-up call to the same representative and there was an exchange regarding a possible fundraiser that ultimately never occurred. Denbo declined to identify the Edgewater representative who received the calls. Cameron, in his response, Cameron told uh, the AP that his approach to the Edgewater-related campaign donations has been to review, recuse, and refund. He recused himself from the Edgewater investigation in May, immediately after learning of the contributions, and then the donations, I think, were um, were returned. Uh, Edgewater says they haven't done anything wrong, and so there's nothing to be found in an investigation. Cameron's campaign acknowledged it discussed a possible fundraiser with individuals representing Edgewater. So... Validity to this, I don't know. But what I do see is that in this tennis match between the Cameron and the Bashir campaigns, last week Cameron volleyed to Bashir over the FBI and uh, singular payment of multiple campaign funds, and now this is the volley back to the other side. So we will presume that each campaign probably has a quiver full of arrows that they'll be launching at the other one to see who can who can defend and who well, cannot. I mean, the biggest thing with this is that there's three gubernatorial elections this year, and only one of them is expected to be even remotely competitive. Yeah, this one is getting a lot of national attention Correct. too. So there's so going to be a whole people. lot of money on both sides going in. Because I mean, if, if we're being honest, if Bashir wins, that uh, no matter what happens in 2024, he would be looked at as a 2028 potential candidate for the Democratic Party. Yeah, he's that's got just, national. He yeah, definitely so it, has that, that's why that this is a big thing for him is that they're trying to push him as one of the futures for them to run on. I, and it's the same thing for Cameron. I would also liken it to to follow the the thread here. I think that in a way that the Amy McGrath Mitch McConnell race had all the national money flowing into it because they were really the, the 49 of the states were determined to unseat McConnell and one, the one that counts was determined to keep him. I think you'll find a lot of people in this race trying to kick over rocks because like you say, it sets the stage for what's to come in following years, the outcome of this particular race and politically there's not a lot for people to scoreboard watch right now because, like you say, there's three gubernatorial races in the country, one of which are competitive. So the governor, our current governor, did help make an announcement yesterday that is kind of a pass-through from the federal government but that both the Biden office and the McConnell office were involved in. The governor hinted last week that there would be a billion-dollar federal grant for broadband Internet expansion in areas that are underserved or have none at all. Yesterday, he announced it's uh, uh, a billion eighty-six million, so one point one billion. So it's more than they more than they realized. It's um, made through the BEAD Broadband Equity Access and Deployment Program, and BEAD prioritizes projects that serve areas lacking internet speeds above twenty-five megabit download and three megabyte That's upload. Definitely needed, which is uh, primitive by modern standards. 
you've got some we got some real territorial issues yes in Grayson County where a lot of the county has been blessed by the move by the county and the health foundation uh Warren RECC NCTC to solve much of the county's problem with broadband access because until 2 years ago it was just it was dreadful on the whole and they have backfilled in most of that map but the broadband is going where the Warren RECC infrastructure goes. Where it does not go is the LG&E, KU, or some of the other areas like maybe you got some Nolan RECC customers that are you know barely into Grayson County. So if, if private companies like Windstream don't capitalize on these grants to fill in where fiber does not currently go, to get above this 25 and 3 threshold, they should get out of the game and let someone else service the market. And it's not just them. You've got other providers that are similar, but you, you've got it, it's I'll, just important. I'll, it's I'll extremely be important. Interesting to see if, like, KU, as an example, will do what Warren RECC did and try and latch on to one of these whether it's an NCTC or an equivalent, to try and build their own and, and take down Windstream in the process. Or maybe it's Windstream that they jump in with. Maybe. you got to, you know, it's the, all that stuff is regulated by the, the, hear the, hear the name, Public Service Commission, hmm. right? It's Public Service Commission is the entity that regulates and facilitates all these types of things. I know for a fact that a company like, if, LG&E would pick up the phone and call the NCTC, it, right? They could work that out to where they could use their poles. It's just a matter of them choosing to do it. My parents live in Ohio County, and, and they live in a rural part of that area, and it's really, really a, a problem. There's zero Internet coverage that they can get that's not like the old AOL dial-up stuff that we had back in the day. Mm-hmm. And they're getting these electric companies coming in saying, we're bringing this in if you're our customer. Well, they're not. It's only just like half of the county, so they have no option right now to have a decent internet. Not even talking this fiber stuff. If I were, if I were a guessing person, I would think a large part of that one point one billion is headed for areas east of I seventy five, because you go over there mm. and you you'll think that we live in the lap of internet luxury here compared to what a lot of them deal with over there, just because of the topography. But it doesn't mean that you can't – means you also have to fill in the small gaps that exist here in the western part of the state That's true. as well. Uh, Fancy Farm, early list of speakers is out. Um, you know, our, our old friend Stephen Elder is now the political director at Fancy Farm, and so he's in the news today talking about the people who have uh, committed a lot of Republicans um, – uh, Allison Ball, who's a candidate for auditor, state treasurer, Michael Bowman, candidate Michael Bowman, Mike Harmon, Ryan Quarles, Jonathan Shell, Sierra Enlow. The lieutenant governor is going to speak, and one of the things that Stephen Elder says, he's told the Ca- uh, Cameron campaign that if they name a uh, lieutenant governor candidate by the time Fancy Farm rolls around, they are holding a spot for whoever that candidate may be. I think that candidate's already speaking. They are. Oh, oh, I, I see I'm what you're saying. A, yeah, I think I think you just named that candidate on that I, list. I'm puzzled on why that announcement hasn't been made. I guess they want to keep more people 
motivated as long as they can, uh, but I, I don't know. The University of Kentucky men's basketball team got a transfer from West Virginia. Is this a good get, Sam? Yes. Trey Mitchell? Is he, sees a 6'9 power forward. Does that solve some of their problem? Yeah, yeah. I think he's a, he's a good fit. And the biggest thing with him, too, is he's played, I think, 104 career games. So it's it's he's experienced, and it's not like he's experienced. Like Kentucky's gotten some of these, like Nate Sestina, and nothing against Nate Sestina. He was experienced playing at Bucknell. Right. This guy's experienced playing at West Virginia, playing in the Big Twelve. He played at Texas prior to that. Like this, this guy has played high level college basketball. He's played the NCAA tournament, and he's played for you know a good coach. Do I worry that this will be his fourth school in five years? No. Is there any concern? Over that, okay. I mean, you look at look at the reason he left this past. I mean, he oh, left yeah, two weeks ago because his coach was of no fault of his own. Yeah. Absolutely, I got it. And uh, LSU, and plus he only has one year left anyway. So LSU sorry. wins the College World Series. Yep. And then uh, there's a resource fair going on today. I'm going to tell you about that. And then we've got a list of things that everyone looks stupid doing. Oh, great! Right? A list of no matter who you are, you look stupid doing these things. We got that coming up here on In the Note. Is happy birthday to you. Thank you. I don't know. It's something about the song. It's just about three months too late. Sunglasses day. I have some on an order. Why did you lose the ones you had? Well, my prescription changed. Oh, I see. Mm. I got you. And today is pineapple day. Not upside down pineapple day. Just regular pineapple day. That's a little little different there. Today is also the day of the Summer Resource Fair at the Extension Office. It's hosted by the Grayson County Thrive Coalition. There's free goodie bags for the first 150 people who attend. The Meals on the Bus will be there. Free hot dogs for the first 150 adults. So lots of resources and lots for you to learn about where resources come from in our community. That's from 1 to 5 this afternoon at the Extension Office. And then we'll get a report on it tomorrow. I think uh, Wit or Nat will be here, and we can uh, hear about how that event went. So that's uh, at the Extension Office on Quarry Road, 1 to 5, today, Summer Resource Fair. A uh, Reddit user recently asked, what is something that everyone looks stupid doing? And so I was able to curate a list of some of the best and completely correct answers, by the way. No good. Hosting a radio show, not on the list? Uh, didn't see that one okay. near the top good. of the list. Uh, I, I, have one, I have one that was similar that I would have put on my list, and I'll tell you when we get to it. Chasing after something that's being blown away by the wind. Oh. Like a $5 bill? Oh, that's terrible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just you... It's a, it's so herky jerky because mm-hmm. you get there and then you do that dumb move where you stick your foot out trying to step on you it. know it's like step it or corral it or and then then it gets away from you and then you just it's like some uh, Elaine Bennis dance move yes. from Seinfeld mm-hmm. That's you know good. It's, like, it's all spastic I usually pull a muscle when I do the leg move oh yeah it's easily done a lost receipt mm-hmm. in the parking well, lot well you don't have time to stretch. No. You know, like you don't, you're no. not able to properly you stretch before that. That's right. Because then it just gets blown further and further away. Uh-huh. 
watching people retrieving things at the beach that get blown away is a lot of fun because that's a super it's a super difficult maneuver because like of the wind hole? yes or, or the sand yeah, something or an umbrella an umbrella is often See, the, you know, the one downside of the umbrella is that can turn into a they, oh yeah i've seen <laughs> turn it happen into a, uh, like well, a torpedo well that's yes. why it's interesting to watch is like okay well you know it's it's, it's, it just takes out a small child in the process. <laughs> you watch that for similar reasons that you watch NASCAR, just to see what's yeah. going to happen. That's true. Uh, standing or sitting awkwardly while everyone sings happy birthday to you. Uh-huh. Oh, that's so terrible. You know, when people are gathering around and you're just sitting there. Because uh-huh. you, you really aren't supposed to sing along. Mm-hmm. Like, but what do you do? Yeah. And you've got to keep, you got to maintain, because now somebody's shooting stills and somebody's shooting video, yeah. right? So you got to, yeah. you know, you can't pick your nose or anything during that time. You go, hey, how's it going? This is uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that usually be direct during that time. Oh, here's one I get. Oh yeah, that would be that makes sense for you. That's a that's a good move. Do you use a baton or you just use your hands? No, my hands become the main instruments that they must watch. And follow along yeah, yeah. per minute. Uh-huh. You get perfect. I do. By the way, I Might do. You know? I will tell you. I do appreciate the harmony breakout. You know, the I, Michael I, Scott I, harmony I, breakout. I, well, not that one. The true, the true <laughs> harmony, the true harmony breakout. Like, oh yeah, let's see, let's uh, diversify there when we get well, when we you, get to the bridge. Let's. Uh, do, do you like like the end too, where he looks like a monkey and he smells like one too? Yeah, go on and on and on. <laughs> Oh, this one is true. Getting out of the back seat of a two-door car. Oh, yeah. Well, you bring back my childhood from the last time I did that. It's so awkward. That's miserable for me, too. I don't know when the last time I did that was. Uh-uh. When's the last time you got out of a back seat of a car, in, uh, I guess, other than like an, an Uber? Not counting an Uber. Oh. It's probably been a long time, right? Yeah, it's been within a couple of years. I went uh, I went to a Reds game with my parents and my uncle Alan, mm-hmm. and I rode in the back seat and was uncomfortable uh-huh. all the way there, primarily because I didn't have any mirrors to look out. I am so accustomed to looking out mirrors, so I would just glance both like on both sides, like where's where's my mirror? So I had no idea what was going on behind me. And that was the most unsettling part. Hmm. And then did you turn into the, are we there yet? No, I didn't get into that. I just stayed busy talking with mom because uh, we, we were both riding, riding Miss Daisy. Uh, but I drove on the way home, so problem solved. There you go. There you go. Chasing a ping pong ball. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mine was the little rubber that. ball. You know, the, the, the little small rubber balls that can go any direction Not like depending ball? upon how they hit bounce they anywhere. can go 180 degrees from bounce to bounce mm-hmm. that's the one i thought of a ping pong ball at least yes it can get away from you but it generally its trajectory continues in a more consistent manner than those bouncy balls that just go everywhere i had one of those in the office one time and doug took that from me it's in his top right drawer i'm not surprised but a, um, a bouncy ball or got a whole the bouncy ball he's got a whole desk of you know what's weird Christmas is store. that typically school teachers will return those things at the end of the school year but that there's no real way of doing maybe during annual employment review every year you get your confiscated yeah. items back. He's a magician. He just uses all the stuff he takes from me and other tricks though too. <laughs> I got you. He's made him disappear. Yes. When you're walking in the opposite way you're supposed to go and you have to do a sudden 180 degree turn, 
Like you're going somewhere and you go, oh, yeah, and you turn and go. That you, Everyone looks dumb doing that. And I always run into someone when I do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's, there are people, though, that need brake lights or a backup beeper yeah. or something. You no know, like, hey, your brake lights. Or mirrors. I didn't know. Yeah, that'd be all right, too. We all look a bit silly when we confidently walk into a glass door we thought was open. <laughs> oh, yeah, those are funny. <laughs> it's been a while. See, that's where I'm lucky that we have we have our logo on the door here. Yeah, that helps. That's true. A rant filmed from your car seat. Yeah, you see those people that, that... Misty always shares with me this one guy from TikTok. Uh-huh. I don't TikTok, but he shares with me this guy. He's a, a funny comedian guy. He's, he kind of reminds me of Kevin Hart a little bit, but... He always gets on Biden or he gets on whatever and and so but he does he does these rants where he just gets so mad and I think people just look so silly when they you know rant their from their car seat. Like, I was thinking that you were talking about as a parent that mm-hmm. I would flip the phone towards my kid who was in a car seat. That, now that, I know what you're talking that's about. That's what I was thinking as well. I thought you were talking about like Alea in her car seat or something like that. Yeah, no, 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 no. That's uh, I don't I don't find those to be funny at all. Yeah, because usually those rants. <laughs> yeah, and they, they don't happen very often. Uh, trying to take off your pants without removing your shoes first. Uh-huh. Well, you've never tried to do that? Why? Why would that be you've something not, you want, wanted well, if to you're, do? If you're switching from a pair of pants to a pair of shorts or something, why would you take your shoes off if you're doing a quick change? Oh, then you got to untie I, them. I, and, oh, that's and that's a problem? I, I don't get that. Yeah, it's hard to do. Walking through a cobweb that no one else sees uh-huh. and then waving your arms, yeah. That's terrible. And then this one, I didn't really make sense. It says running with a backpack on. Well, because it... Yeah, because it bounces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. So Two things I just wouldn't do. You guys got any others? You can Run. think of anything and we all look dumb. Oh, man. Some, some people look dumb running, but other people look extremely graceful running. I don't... There's a lot that you could probably put on this list. Yeah, you know, a lot of times we get the what I call the airplane move and we're playing a video game or something as a family and you have the controller and you have the one person who doesn't play normally, but they're moving like they're the person on the screen that mm-hmm. they're controlling and they're... Like they're playing Wii almost. Mm-hmm. Yes, but it's not. Mm-hmm. Do you ever watch movies with the people with people who, when there's violence or a fight on TV, like they'll start holding their neck? Or they'll act like they're being beaten mm-hmm. up. You know, their body language says, "Oh, ow, they're sore." Kind of looks, movie. yeah, it looks kind of looks kind of silly. Sam, do you know what a Furby is? Yes. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Keeping you up. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep. Wow. Yes. Uh, sorry, fur- that conversation there. He started talking, and it just <laughs> riveting. Furbies are. About I'm not that 20, young. Twenty-five years old, and I'm twenty-six. So yeah. So you might have might have seen a Furby around that. Furbies are making a return after 25 years. They will be available for sale on Amazon beginning July 15th. A new generation of kids can discover their own curious little creature and kindred spirit. Uh, as, as a toy guy, are you in on Furbies? No, that's I'm not where Furbies are, but I'm going to look up. Is there a price on there for the 25th anniversary Furby? Thirty nine ninety nine. Probably be double what they were. Probably <laughs> double what they were in nineteen eighty ninety eight or ninety seven. Well, it looks like you got one right there. Yeah, I don't know with Amazon if this is the. So these are considered to be must haves along with the Cabbage Patch and the Tickle Me Elmo. Oh, really? That would be from the same era. 
let me. Uh, um, well, did, was Taylor a little too old for Furbies then, or did she? Yeah, did she, she wasn't really. She wasn't wasn't really into the Furbies that I recall. Uh, Tiger Electronics is who made Furbies. They were bought by uh, Hasbro in 1998, and really, that's kind of what took Furbies hmm. next level. But do Fur- Dennis? Let me ask you: Do okay. do Furbies deserve to be in the Toy Hall of Fame? Oh, if you're asking me, I'm out of touch with that generation of toy. But I will say it is not on the same level as Cabbage Patch or okay. Barbie right. or something like yeah. that. Absolutely not. But they're putting all sorts of random things in there. So Dolly Parton's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So like, well, she's wh- a rock album. Where's the limit? Yeah. That's a good question. Where is the limit? But is it because it's a furry animal? If it were, well, I mean, like for, I mean, really around my age group, I mean, it wasn't really a male toy, but they were everywhere. If it's you know? a toy even that a stood younger, the test of time, yeah. I mean, it because I don't think Alea would know what they were. Dennis, what goes into the Toy Hall of Fame first, Furby or Beanie Baby? Is Beanie Baby not already in there? That's the one I'm. Be- I don't. I don't Beanie know. Baby I don't know who's to. in. I don't know who's in and who's not in. I'm asking between those two, which one gets into the hall first? I'm thinking of worldwide popularity and then the ages. Like Beanie Baby was everybody's mammal and the little kids. Yeah. Like it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It covered a lot of generations. Beanie Babies were also you collected a bunch of them. You probably only had one Furby right. that you were, but also the Furbies were kind of so ugly. They're cute, yeah. Like they have that look. They don't. Yeah. They're not particularly. I, I, I don't. I don't know. They're not. Can you believe that in 2022 they inducted Masters of the Universe into yes. the Toy Hall of Fame? It took a long hard to believe. Time. Do you think, Dennis? Do you think Furbies are a little bit ugly? Yeah, I yeah, do. I think you know, so. I thought ET was ugly too. So I mean, but. yeah, so ugly. It is ugly, but you got to love ET. It's so true. Uh, I would like to introduce you to the 2023 world's ugliest dog. Speaking of ugly creatures, oh, the seven-year-old uh, Chinese crested dog with reversed hind legs is nearly bald, but for a shock of white wispy hairs, <laughs> there's Scooter. He is the 2023 world's ugliest dog. I concur. They, 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 they kind of. Hey! <laughs> Sorry, I peeked out there, but. I said salty. Scooter. Scooter McBrickstone. They've not been seen in the same place. <laughs> Shame on you, Sam. There's so many weird creatures. Was that a scooter. tooth coming out of its mouth? It was like Something. three inches. <laughs> we got to get to a break. Your chance to win the water cooler question coming up here on In the Note. Oh, did you know? Australia has pink and purple lakes. Australia has what? pink and purple lakes. Wouldn't shock me if the Ohio River turned pink and purple sometimes, but probably not for the same reason. Good. Yeah, what is, is do we know the reason? Uh, no, I no. I'll leave it up to you. I'll do a research project. Oh. You can do a theme paper on it, and then oh, uh, great. turn it in. Not it. Turn it in. Turn it in. Later. A plus 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 <laughs> plus plus. I if you I, I I threw Dennis a bone during the break that I think he may gnaw on all day. Mess and I've up. not seen gridlock on your face too many times, but uh, we established it during the break. Okay. And so if you really want to get him, uh, here's what you do: you ask him if Muppets are puppets. 
<laughs> you can, I don't know if I want to get onto this live on the radio, but <laughs> we did. I did come up with a hypothesis that you seem to at least settle on. Yeah, but. and I like. Can you say that again? I like the way. you Sure, all Muppets are puppets, but not all puppets are Muppets. Yes, I agree with that. But, but you're you're, but on when just, when I served it to you, so is, when you return serve, you said. Muppets are Muppets. So Kermit is a puppet. That, and that is also not. is true. That, that's true. Muppets are Muppets, but parts are parts. <laughs> hey, like, I just want y'all to tread lightly here on my best friends we're talking is, about. Is, that's is, why I was Elmo wondering. A puppet? Is Elmo yeah. uh, Elmo is part of the Jim Henson workshop creation, <laughs> but is property of Sesame Street. Okay. Mm-hmm. CTW. Here's today's water cooler question. Your chance to win uh, Holiday World tickets today Uh-oh. with the water okay, cooler question. Go. You're going to, you know what we can also do? What? I give you, I give you your choice between Holiday World and Kentucky Kingdom. Wow. Kentucky Kingdom or Holiday World? I'll give you the choice between those two today. I just happened to land uh, land uh, a supply of. Kentucky Kingdom tickets, so you give your choice between those two. You're going to text your response to 270-259-6000. We'll draw from all the correct responses. 30% of parents are worried about this during summer vacation. 30% of parents are worried about this during summer vacation. Text your answer to 270 270-259-6000. 270-259-6000. 30% of parents are worried about this during summer vacation. Are you? I. It would be a concern, but I. it's not a concern that we... It's not a problem we have, but it's a... As a parent, parent it would be a concern. I think I got it. You think you do? I think I do. Text your answer to 270-259-6000. Kevin Costner planned to serve his ex-divorce papers first before a sneak attack. So, you know, he feigned all this surprise. Like, oh, I can't believe you filed papers on me. Well, that was all acting because he was trying to beat her to the punch. And so they got him. They got is, they got him before they could get her. Who's he married to? Uh, her name is Christine Baumgartner. Okay, don't know who that is. She does not star on Yellowstone. Elton John's Glastonbury set broke BBC viewing records. Told you about it yesterday. It could very well be his last European performance and live performance. And so people were. Have you seen it yet? I have not. The other two headliners, Guns N' Roses and Arctic Monkeys, attracted a viewership of 1 million and 1.5 million. The overnights say that Elton John's Glastonbury set drew 7.3 million viewers across the BBC. Can Axl Rose still do it? Uh, um, I mean, I know I heard a live performance of him a couple years ago. Here's what I am confident he can do. Where do we go? Like, he can do that line. Yeah. But some of the other lines, I, I mean, have like, a feeling. Can he do "Welcome to the Jungle"? I think he can even do "Where Do We Go Now." No. I think he's got that one. But Paul McCartney was at Elton John's concert. Yes, uh, but interestingly enough, the 7.3 million viewers that Elton John drew was triple what McCartney did on his live set the last time he was on Glastonbury. Wow. 
I think people perceive it, you know, being near near the end. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds has invested over two hundred million dollars into Formula One's Alpine race team. Okay. If you've watched the Netflix docu series, you know where what the word we say Alpine, Alpine stereo, Alpine skiing. In uh, Europe, they, it's Alpine, Alpine okay. racing team. So I like him. He's uh, he's already invested a bunch of money in the Wrexham AFC, who uh, he helped to get back into the Premier League. Go Richmond! And uh, with uh, is that with Will Ferrell, Rob, Rob McElhaney from uh, uh, It's Always Sunny. Yes, that's right. And Michael B. Jordan. Oh, they were in there as well. So anyway, they. Uh, <laughs> They are. Uh, he's spending two hundred million dollars. He's, he's good in Deadpool. Ti- Titanic is returning to Netflix. May already be there, but they're bringing it back. Is it too soon? Based upon Oof. what happened over the awkward time over the last weekend. I mean, but it has renewed interest in. You know, I suppose there are kids I, who have not seen it. You've not. I've never seen Titanic. You've. You could have seen it if you wanted to, probably. Probably, but you've not. So. You're you're the perfect audience. Are you closer to watching it today than you were two weeks ago? Nope. Huh. There's a VH t- double VHS tape set of these at any flea market you want to go to. There are. Oh yeah. I would everywhere. probably need a VHS player then to uh, help you. VCR. <laughs> VCHR. So is this insensitive? No. No. I think it's yeah. I think it's coincidence. You do? You think it was already set? Yeah. Netflix sets those Maybe. so far in advance. That's true. And it may not be out. There's a chance it doesn't come out till Saturday. July 1, like, I Jul- think. Yeah, they always renew those. Or they you know, got new new material first of Which month. I guess is Saturday. Isn't yeah, it? that is Saturday. We will figure out our winner of our water cooler question today. And I think we'll have what's pretty interesting point to ponder that you can participate in. Coming up here on In the Note. MB's point to ponder for today. What profession doesn't get enough credit or respect man what profession doesn't get enough credit or respect i would say any first responder okay that's a good one um i find i find because i have a tendency to automatically like the the badge the office the the role i like i think that one for me gets a lot of respect from the jump I think the one that I have evolved into over the years is school custodians. Mm-hmm. I think the custodians huh. are the unsung and probably custodians in, in every industry. But oh, the yeah. first custodians that I was ever exposed to were school custodians. And I think children, because they're ignorant um, and, and young, uninformed, which is ignorant, yeah. don't really appreciate. They think that's a simple thing. And it's a far harder thing. And deserves more respect than they ever receive. Yeah, I mean, at the at the high school, it's at the highlight of us wrapping up at the end. You, you know, Cameron, Barbie, Dale, Kent, they all come up to us, and they're cleaning, and we're back packing up and everything. And yeah. I know that's what my mom had always said is when she was a teacher and an administrator, she always said that her goal was is that's that's the group of people she wanted to befriend and so on because they're the group of people that will do anything to help you out. That's right. So. You know, first responders, because, you know, it's their life and death situations. So that, that to me, I don't know, will ever get enough mm-hmm. credit. But I got to work alongside my dad for two years at church as the facilities manager, and he and he worked tirelessly on 
on those custodial duties and building duties, and I get to see Isaiah do that now. And it's just an amazing thing to think about all these folks who who get the credit, who don't get the credit for doing a, a job that really never ends. You know, I think uh, law, first responders, uh, whether you're talking about firefighters or whether you're talking about law enforcement or whether you're talking about paramedics uh, and custodians, they have something in common. They're cleaning up other people's messes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? When Absolutely. you make a mess in life, mm-hmm. there are those people who are, while you're somewhere else driving home or you're feet kicked up watching netflix or whatever somebody's cleaning up your mess well and it's like it's amazing to me at like high school games too is how much messes people make Mm -hmm. it's like did did you really need to take your nachos and smear the cheese across (laughs) the seat so i always say for our crews it's like take take your dr pepper bottles and let's just put it in the trash can it's apparently the answer is yes you were raised in a barn Mm -hmm. yes and it's not there was a certain fan base that that happened of a certain fan base. Uh, I don't doubt it. I'll okay. let you guess. Today's water cooler question, 30% of parents are worried about this during summer break, and it's that their kids won't spend enough time outside. Mm. Kids won't spend enough time outside. Mm. I scrolled through and saw um, at least a few of those, and then I saw some other decent guesses as well. I thought I had um, this. So uh, food, daycare, money, uh, there were other, several other, but what did you think it was? Who their teacher is. Oh, their teachers. Yeah, we found that. By the way, we found that out on Friday. Ah. And it was oh. like, oh, yeah, good. So, not allowed to say. Oh. I, uh, There's a strict rule, like they let you know, but you can't be blasting out the information. Uh-huh. So, Especially mm-hmm. on the airways. That, uh-huh. uh, yeah, times 100, you got it. Uh, uh, pick uh, a number. Oh, but one, one and what? Uh, one and ten. One and ten. Four. I'll go with four today. I was trying to think if uh, what other numbers I picked. If your phone number ends in seventy-seven twenty-six, we will contact you and give give a little bit of time. Dennis, does your number in, end in seventy-seven twenty-six? I don't know what Is my number you? ends with. Okay, but I got it. we'll be in contact. Somebody tell me in in about fifteen minutes or so. On television tonight. Kind of in this. Alea and I still have an argument every time I say television. She says TV. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I said, uh, what do you think TV is short for? It's just TV. Yeah, that's all it is. Celebrity Jeopardy on ABC. It's the semifinal number two. Superman and Lois, the season three finale on the CW. The CW also has Gotham Knights, the season one finale. And then on HBO, this is interesting. Dennis, this may, um, I got sidetracked, but I was going to hit the plus on it to okay. record it. It's on HBO. It's called Taylor Max 24 Decade History of Popular Music. Taylor Mac and 24 musicians mm-hmm. reframe American history during a 24-hour concert oh. featuring songs from 1776 to 2016. That, that interests me. It's intriguing, isn't it? Sure. I mean, you start with, like, Yankee Doodle. Right. I, I thought you said Taylor and Max, like, Taylor Swift had a new boyfriend. And Who's this was Taylor Mac? I don't know who Taylor Mac is. I thought maybe you did. I thought he was maybe one of your one of your uh, colleagues in the comp- in the composers oh, world. Oh, he wishes. Is maybe I'm guessing American Idol. Thought Spelt- maybe you all met in the composers lounge. Spelled like Taylor Mac should be M A C T A Y L O R M A C. While you all are looking that up, today's oh, highlight. Oh, okay. 
Today's highlight in history, this date in 2016, the U.S. Supreme Court issued its strongest defense of abortion rights in a quarter century. In 1880, author, lecturer Helen Keller uh, was born in Tuscumbia, Alabama. I don't think you're going to be a fan of this. uh, Thurgood Marshall was born... uh, No, Thurgood Marshall, the nation's first black Supreme Court justice, announced his retirement this date in 1991, paved the way for the contentious Clarence Thomas debate. And uh, confirmation. I'm not going to like Taylor Mac. Just I'm wait. Out. I'm trying to pull a picture. I think I'm out. Just knowing you, I don't think. I'm, but I'm, even the premise, the idea of just, covering just here, give me, uh, 24 decades of American music The idea is music intriguing, history, no doubt. Give me uh, about... Uh, Will Cook Ranch music be featured in there? Uh, I'd rather not. It's just like sharing the teacher information. Give, give me... Uh, <laughs> and just say this stuff. <laughs> okay, here we We're go. still in talks with people. Vera Wang is 74. It's Taylor Mack. Somebody don't tell somebody. Uh-oh. Lori Morgan is 64. J.J. Abrams is 57. Mm. Toby Maguire is 48. Khloe Kardashian is 39. The R&B singer, Her, H-E-R, is 26 today. And also, gone but not forgotten, Bob Keeshan, who was Captain Kangaroo, was born this date in 1927. I did not remember that he played uh, Clarabelle, the uh, clown, on Howdy Howdy Doody, and then they spun that off into his own own show. You want to see Taylor Mac? H. Ross Perot was born this date in 1930. Oh, I don't know what to make of that. Yeah, that's going to be hard. But I mean, I do. You what? I know what to make of it. Oh well, yeah. But I, I don't, I don't think that automatically. I don't think Taylor Mac's appearance I should allow to just completely dismiss dismiss two hundred and forty years of American music. I don't know that I would watch it. I mean, this that wouldn't have any impact on me personally. It said Taylor Mac and other performers. Oh, okay. So there will be well, a, if that's the highlight, though, and I'm, I had to look this person up, and that's what I'm finding. Maybe I, it was just Taylor's you're, idea. You're not on the undercard of that. No. If they don't reserve a blip for like the 2021, it ain't happening. Hmm. It ain't I happening, think this guys. would be your song too. 1959, Joey Horton. I'd be so lucky. This has got to be featured in American history music. I mean, right there along 1814, it's right there in the lyrics. I've heard Trey sing this song a lot. Trey? Just, just going up and down the hallway. Is, is that what he has in his earbuds when he's doing games? I think to this in school. He likes day. the line, we took a little bacon and we took a little beans. He took a lot of beans. <laughs> MacArthur Park, Richard Harris, number one in 68. Okay. I'd rather hear Diana Ross's version. Got to give it up. Marvin Gaye, number one in 1977. On my own, Patti LaBelle, Michael McDonald in 86. Total Eclipse of the Heart, Nikki French in 95. Roses, Outcast in 04. Get Lucky, Daft Punk in 13. Harry Styles, as it was one year ago today. There are your chart toppers. Dennis, thanks for coming in. My pleasure, guys. You all have a great time. Uh, Have a great time at uh, the crossing. Thank you so much. Crossing? Crossing's camp. Uh, Say hey to Shelby County for us. Uh, Absolutely. My Aunt Phyllis is there, so say. Oh, okay. If you get in in trouble, call Aunt Phyllis. Or or, or Coach Gaither. Uh, That's true, yeah. Um, MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Helen Keller said, I would rather walk with a friend in the dark than alone in the light. 
Mm-hmm. I would rather walk with a friend in the dark than alone in the light. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Dennis Cook, for Sam Gormley, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.